Welcome to 7 Days to Play, your weekly mobile game review program. I am Sam. And I'm Edwin. Each week we challenge one another to play a new mobile game, and this week it was my turn and I chose Tennis Clash Colon. We've been playing game Tennis Clash. of Champions. Or we've been trying to play Tennis Clash. Tennis. Tennis. Tennis Clash. <laughs> we've been trying to play Tennis Clash for the last seven days, and you're going to find out how long we've lasted. Tennis Clash is a October 2019 game from... Play Studios, no, Wildlife Studios. This seems to be their second game in the App Store. Yeah, they've, uh, they do have some other games, maybe on Android. Mm. There is Zoo Battle Arena, mm. Castle Crush, War Heroes. So, you know, I feel like they might have a, you know, a little genre going of uh, live person versus person in real time a little pvp yeah persons versus the persons player versus player sam may i read you the description from the app store yes please serve it away the apple app store let me serve you this hot (laughs) this hot description hot deuce no that's not what you want to say (laughs) (laughs) are you a sports fan uh yes perhaps a tennis aficionado maybe then you found the definitive tennis experience on the on mobile you've been looking for have you been looking for this, Sam? Yeah, I did not know. I, I didn't know that I wanted to, but I do now. Tennis Clash is a fast-paced tennis game that fits all ages. Controls are really simple and intuitive. You only need to swipe in order to play, leaving you able to even play it with only one hand if you want to. <laughs> Clumsy sentence, but I appreciate the sentiment. <laughs> but don't mistake it for being only a casual game. High-tier gameplay can get really complex, and becoming the best will require a lot of practice in order to master the game. Mm. Tennis Clash features. Play with your friends. Amazing <laughs> next gen graphics. Is that I, I have to say I agree with most mm. of their 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 claims. Well wait, there's more. Intuitive controls that are easy to learn but hard to master. Like Othello. Enter real <laughs> tournaments. Real time tournaments and challenge your skills against the best. Unlock amateur, semi pro and pro tennis players. Assemble the best team. Unlock new arenas, Rio de Janeiro, Tokyo, Moscow, and much more. Links to our service, terms of service, and price principles. Can be found <laughs> okay, below. I think we're good here. And when I first heard the name, you know, with the name, with the with the clash being in there, yeah. I I felt immediately like, oh no, is this going to be one of those games where it's strictly about pay to play or pay to win? Mm. Well, I have some thoughts about that, but let's talk, let's talk about that later, right? But the when I actually played it, I was delighted to find out how fun the tennis aspect was. It is a legit tennis game on the mobile. And I think it is the first time that I felt like this is actually a good tennis game on mobile. I am trying to think of other tennis games that I played and I'm kind of coming up blank. Yeah, either. I'm sure there are others that are out there, but it hasn't really bubbled up for us in any way that we felt, hey, you know, like this is a tennis game. Um, I've obviously loved, you know, tennis games that I played on console before, like there are NES tennis games. There is a Super Tennis mm. on the SNES. That was thinking of. excellent. That was excellent because like it introduced you to like the shoulder button so you can do like a lob, a spin, a slice, right? Yeah. Uh, so that was an excellent tennis game. Probably one of my favorite tennis games on console. But then I remember the Dreamcast also had a, a really great tennis game as well. That was all 3D and worked really well and kind of felt like Super Tennis in a way, which I think was the reason why I really liked it. Um, and I think like this game kind of made me feel like, oh, this is kind of like Super Tennis, where 
you know, you have the somewhat simplified controls, but enough there to actually allow you to do different things. So you start the game, you get a default character, Jonah, who's great at backdoor action or something. There's <laughs> yeah. he's a baseline smasher. He's an aggressive baseliner. <laughs> That's, <the one. laughs> That's what he is. <laughs> smashing, sure. smashing those deuces yeah. from the baseline. Uh, you can, well, we'll, we'll get to the whole um, leveling up system, but essentially you tap play, they find another person from around the world, seemingly a real person, and I believe it is a real person. I think in, initially, when you're on that tutorial, it didn't feel like a real person. Right, in the practice rounds, they can ease you in. Right. And after that, uh, you know, you have a certain cost to enter a tournament, and if you win, you double your money. If you lose, you don't get your money at all. Mm-hmm. That's largely it. Right. So there is like two types of currencies, right? Uh, again, off the bat. As you always must have in every single free game. As you must have for these kind of games. One is the currency that allows you to buy upgrades or even join tournaments, allows you to play. Gold coins. Called coins. Another are the gems. Uh, these are the elements which you use to uh, unlock your loot boxes faster. And in this game, the loot boxes are tennis bags. Mm. Different sizes of tennis bags. Yes. You get like a little stringy over-the-shoulder number for your free free timed bag. And then if you win a tournament, you get a bag in as your trophy. Right. Uh, and in, uh, for the gameplay, uh, I was quite delighted by the swiping action. Like I felt it was really representative of uh, not only you playing tennis, but also like it did a really good job of moving the player for you in order to get mm. to the, the point where you have to hit the ball. But at the same time, if you simply tapped in the location, it would move your player to that location to, to set you up for uh, whatever stroke you're, you're planning to do. Yeah, that was a nice combination of like not being completely automated, but also not just leaving you with no real guidance of where to go or making it too difficult to learn to, oh, you have to tap and then you have to swipe to hit the ball. The, the claims are true. It is easy to get into, but sort of difficult to master. Um, the more I played this game, the more I felt like, oh, you're, the way that you swipe actually matters. Um, although I wasn't able to fully understand what the different nuances are, maybe I need to play a little bit more. But it seemed like if you did a quick swipe... Um, that would definitely make your ball go faster, which is logical. And with to, a rainbow tail. Exactly. With the direction that you're swiping to. If you did like a swipe and then you left your finger on, it did a lob, which was really cool. Uh, if you did like a short but fast swipe, it would do like a little, you know, uh, right over the net sort of hit that everyone that makes everyone go. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> Some aggressive baselining. Right. And yeah, there were all a lot of like different little things that felt supernatural when you were just playing. So yeah. I was quite pleased with that. But this is not given to you on a plate of like, hey, this is how you do this kind of shot and this is how you do this. It's sort of like you kind of have to find them out for yourself. Right. Or go on the Reddit page. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I, I think I appreciated that. I yeah. appreciated that there was something a little bit more deep about it. Only thing I didn't appreciate was I couldn't find any sort of like help image right. like in the game yeah. on how to do the different swiping i think most games when you start off you have to get to five points and then as you tear up towards the different levels which in this game is noted by the different stages that you go to the score gets a little higher right so you have to score five uh, in the initial rounds in order for you to win the match 
Uh, and then the later sort of stages, you have to get to seven. Which is not how tennis scoring works. That is not how tennis scoring works. But I understand why they did not do that, but still. I know. I guess it would be super confusing to people if it was like, love 15 for like your first score. And it'd be like, what's, what is 15? Oh, I mean, tennis is already confusing in the score, but yes. <laughs> right, you're not going to have sets and right. uh, multiple games. Talking about like tutorials and help and stuff, like as you say, there is no real help page. They do this annoying thing the game seems to love to do is like on the loading screen, they'll put hints mm. that flash by too fast for you to be able to read. Right. It's because like, we have too powerful of phones. It's loading too quickly. Yeah. Why would you put useful hints on a, on a screen that you barely see? I just don't understand that idea. That's actually true. Um, a lot of games are doing that these days, even right. on the console. And yeah. a lot of times the load times are pretty quick. And so you only have a few seconds to read actually that helpful this is bit useful of information. information. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And there's nowhere else. You can't find anywhere else. There's no right. help screen. Yeah, and you can't like tap on it to make that window stay up a little longer. Right, if you're going to do that, yeah, let me tap and hold to pause the loading so I can read your useful uh, script that your copywriters have right. sweated over. That's the first time anyone said, please make this loading screen a little longer. <laughs> I don't like it. Stop doing it. Yeah, have those help information somewhere else. Like in that uh, initial screen where there's bajillion little buttons for you to press. Just have one of them go to the help section. Shall we talk about the pay-to-win aspect of this game? I right. think this is a pay-to-win. This is a pay-to-win game. Which I'm maybe a little unclear on the actual definition. Yeah, so pay-to-win essentially means that you can essentially spend your money in order to upgrade your character to a point where it is uh, more advantaged than other players. So this is not just purely cosmetic, which you see in like a bunch of games like, oh, get a jaunty hat for right. 27 coins. Or like a new skin, you know, like a, a new costume. This is A new gun skin. Right. These are literally items where you can upgrade your tennis racket so you have a more powerful serve or upgrade your shoes. And there are like lots of aspects, <laughs> so uh, many aspects. that you can upgrade. I think like eight or ten in total, uh, ranging from your shoes, your health, your diet, <laughs> Your uh, strings on the racket, your racket itself. Yeah, hydration. The armband, right? Plyometrics. Right. There is a lot. So, and then your character on top of that also has like 20 stats. <laughs> or maybe not 20. I think around 10 stats. Can I read them to you? Yes. Total power. Agility. Stamina. Serve. Volley. Forehand. Backhand. I'm currently playing as Florence, the counterpuncher. Mm. Oh, so you upgraded to the next character. I did unlock a character, yes. I see. From uh, my grand tour bag. Hmm. Lucky. Mm. I wanted to Are see if still, I can upgrade the Asian person. You're still upgrade you're still on your aggressive baselining. I'm still aggressive baselining all the way. And you know, I haven't felt like a, a need to upgrade because I think he's a pretty good player. He's a pretty good character. I just hate his face, but otherwise <laughs> <laughs> He has such an aggressive face. Well that's the that's the baselining for you. Sam, shall we say how far... I was going to ask how far you got into this game, but I wonder what the rating is. Oh, should we play rating top trumps? Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Okay. Um, you're on the next character, though, so it might be a little bit unfair, yeah, but I'll, let's let, go let's, for it. I'll do Jonah. Okay. Okay, my... Do, do, do forehand. Mm. 13. Wow. I'm at 8. You have a strong <laughs> forehand. Uh, stamina. 10. Uh, 19. Oh, sh- yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So the other part of the game is there's a energy meter that kind of rapidly depletes. And I've noticed my boys 
getting pretty tired pretty quickly. Right. And that is actually a really unique form of gameplay because um, with tennis, you know, like you can be a little bit strategic on like where you hit the ball. Right. So you can go. That is tennis. You can go left to set them up. And then once they run over that side, you can quickly volley over to the right. Right. And in which case, uh, the character will sprint and try to get that ball. Whenever they try to sprint to get that ball, their energy depletes an amount of time. You can prevent this depletion of energy by setting up your character for a certain location so they don't have to run as much uh, when the ball comes back. So it's a really clever thing. Like I think this is the first this is the first time on mobile that I actually felt like, oh, they're actually using the stamina thing quite effectively, like a real game. Uh, and so right. I, was, I was quite tickled by it. Agility. 23. 14. What is happening? I know. I got some really good shoes. Oh, boy. I'm, I'm currently on the Raptor at level 3. I am the Feather at level 5. Damn. Yeah. Well, I want those. I want those sneaks. Yeah, they're cool. They're like little purple shoes. They look really cool. Oh, they're so cute. But although the Raptor do look like shoes that you'd actually wear. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Very autumnal colors. Right. Okay, my total power... 62. 68. So one thing we is teased in the game description is that you can play against friends. But unless you connect your Facebook account, you cannot play against friends. Right. Also, even if we did connect Facebook accounts, like, I don't know how I'd find you. Well, you would use my hilarious tennis name. Sam, what was your character's name? Because you get to choose up to 10 characters for your tennis hero's name. Sam, my your name is? Ace Ventura. <laughs> <laughs> that is very good i am tennis quaid <laughs> but with only one n because 10 letters is really cramping my ability to be to be funny right if you want to do dennis hopper De- tennis hopper that's just far too many characters uh that's beautiful i love it i love it i was chuckling when you sent me when you sent me that screenshot um did i did you chuckle when i sent you that this upgrade that i got that was just said you have got lean protein that's an upgrade. I don't understand. Do you understand that? Do so, you understand the nutrition? Right. Nutrition increases your stamina. Mm, okay. Maybe that's what I need to do. Nutrition increases your stamina. The shoes increases your agility. Uh, and so I think the, the more advanced these cards get, they'll start bleeding into other, uh, other attributes that, that help you. Yeah. Like, for example, my racket grip increases my volley and my backhand. Gotcha. Sam, did you spend any money... I did not. I did not. I'm, uh, I was actually very pleased with the free experience. There wasn't any ads that I noticed. Yeah. You can watch an ad to get a hundred gold coins, but otherwise there is no auto playing ads. Right. No auto playing ads. Beautiful. Um, I did watch an ad in order for me to get more coins so that I can play around. And the reason why that happens is because in order for you to join a stage, you got to do like some upfront gold paying, uh, to which goes into the pool that you'll win back. Um, and if you don't have enough gold coins, you can either wait for a free bag to open, which will contain some coins, or you can watch an ad, which I thought was, you know, like fair. I yeah. get it. Like, I'll do that. Um, and it gives you like 100 coins, which then you can use to, to play around. Did you ever get to a point where you had too many bags and you couldn't play anymore? Well, they say, are you sure you want to carry on playing because you won't, you filled all your bag slots so you won't win a bag even if you win? Yes. Right. And so you just played anyway. Yeah. Okay. So that detracted me from playing. Yeah. Which I thought was fair. Like, I was okay, but I also felt like that was a pretty good way of you having a good relationship with your game. 
where it's like, okay, I have, I played four matches or like I've won four oh, rounds. No. Look at you. And you know, maybe now it's, I don't have to play anymore. Right. At least for the next two hours or so until a bag opens up. There's like a strange moment of friction where, oh, that's a potentially a cue for people to stop playing. Right. Whereas like, suppose the intention was, oh, you should spend some gems to unlock the bags you have to free up slots. Right. I, instead having this big dialogue with like, oh, do you want to quit and not, and not play anymore? You're like, oh, well, yeah, maybe I will. Yeah, I actually took that advantage like, uh, as, yeah. a, as a good point of like, oh, this game is actually being mindful of my time. I think I'll stop playing now. So whatever it was, like, I think it really worked for me. Let's get to the three by threes. Three things good and uh, three things bad, Sam. What do you got? Let me serve you up my first good point. So if you're looking for a game with a good tennis mechanic and you haven't found one. Um, Aren't we all? Right. On a daily basis. I felt like this actually had really solid uh, tennis mechanics that I haven't felt in a really long time. Um, especially on a mobile phone, uh, especially in portrait mode, especially with one hand, even, uh, there are going to be moments where you do play with two hands because sometimes you got to move your character over by tapping them. But overall, like, yeah, this was a really solid tennis game, almost to the point where like, I wish this whole pay to play aspect wasn't there. And I just played AI through like a campaign of a story. (laughs) (laughs) Did you find yourself doing mostly two-handed or were you playing mostly one-handed? It depends on the how good the other person was. Like if the other player was really good, I started playing two-hand and ignoring my children. Right. <laughs> Shut up, children. I don't care if the kitchen's on fire. You've got to beat this guy. You've got an aggressive baseline this yes. player to the ground. Like it does get, get you going. Like you are, when you come up against a good player, it is pretty what challenging, but like, yeah, I got totally sucked in. The playing against these pesky players who are good. Right. <laughs> totally. Um, you know, not only that aspect, but like, uh, I felt like the leveling up of the character was also really good too. So if you're, you know, if you're looking for a game where you can actually build up your character and adorn them with like different costumes that actually benefits their play style, uh, outside of the whole pay to play aspect, if you just consider this as to be like a good free experience, there's lots for you to do. To actually upgrade your character, get them a new racket, get them new shoes. On top of that, you actually notice it on the gameplay. Like, you notice, like, oh, yeah, my serve is faster. Or, like, yeah, my guy is moving around a little bit faster. He's not getting so tired out. I'm not yelling at him. Move faster. So they try to match you with players who have a similar trophy count. Right. Which is, I guess, just the number of games you've won. Mm Mm-hmm but they don't necessarily match you against players that have the same leveling up or stats. Uh, Yeah. Right. Mm. Which is kind of where that pay to play kind of starts to feel a little bit icky. Like I could just go and play, pay 20 bucks right now, get 90,000 gems up level my character. I've not won any additional games that there's a high likelihood. I'll be matched with someone who's just playing for free. Right. And I'll just blast them into the sun with my first serve. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, which was kind of maybe a bad point. So All right. you got a mix of a good and bad there. <laughs> uh, I guess my last good point is that if you're looking for a game, you know, that doesn't suck up too much of your time, but you get the best bang for the buck, yeah. right? In terms of excitement and actual gameplay uh, mixed with skill. Um, I feel like this is a great game of you, you know, being able to get that best bang for the buck. The games are kind of a perfect length, aren't they? They're never longer than two or three minutes. Right. You get a countdown if you wait too long for your serve. Your heart rate goes up. Yeah. 
And then, boom, you're out and you've lost and you're furious. You've thrown your phone across the room. On to the bad points, Edwin. Well, we mentioned sort of the, the pay to play. I think that's, you know, kind of feels a little bit gross in general. All of like the up leveling mechanics and the coins and the gems and the trophies and the pay money. Like it's kind of slightly detracts from the purity of the tennis experience, <laughs> which we're all seeking, of course. I think it's just part of the course nowadays with the, with the, these free games that like you kind of get this sort of gross, slightly icky kind of leveling up and deliberately having two currencies and you know or just all the usual bs uh which you kind of have to navigate um but it was presented well and it was very good looking but it's still there right so that would be also my my first negative point is that this is a pay to win type game and that's where it sort of clicked for me like okay i kind of get why this is named tennis clash right that clash name being there if you think of like clash of clans or like several different other games where it has the white person with a helmet screaming white king screaming face <laughs> as, uh, as the icon uh it sort of makes sense right like this is one of those games that's very very rich in this whole coin system micro payments and you pay to to play um but if you overlook that like that is a good point like this is the totally free experience that's actually allows you to play good gameplay but that is all fully baked in and if you don't like that aspect of games maybe this isn't the game for you if you're looking for your hand to be held over like exactly how to play this game and exactly all the different gestures you can use the you know there's very quick onboarding you swipe and then you know you hit a few balls and then you're kind of into it right which you know some people will like, I for one kind of like that, but also there is no other help or tutorials or anything to sort of get you, if you want to learn more and go deeper into the game, you kind of just have to try it and hope for the best. Right. I do think that they did it well enough where you get the idea and yeah. you can really quickly suss out like if this is a game for you or not. Um, my next bad point is that this is an intense game. This isn't just a, you know, <laughs> like you're in it to win, right? If you don't win, you're going to have a bad time. So you really want to win in each game. And so it makes you really intense for that short time that you're playing it. And it's a precise game too. You can't just like flail your finger around. Like you do need to have some sort of directionality with your thumbs. As I learned quite quickly, they do a great job of accuracy. The more tired your player is or the, you know, the later they get to the ball to return it the less accurate the return shot's going to be. And that's mm-hmm. kind of given by the target zone being quite large. But that can be frustrating because you're like, why did they hit the net? Right. Clearly went over the net. Yeah. There's no real feedback for working out why a shot went into the net versus going over. My last bad point is that this is a game that does require to be online. On top of that, like if you don't like the idea of playing random people where you're seeing a picture of them and their dog... That is kind of weird, yes. If you hook up Facebook, I guess it pulls in their Facebook profile picture. Right, or like them and their kids, and you're like, oh, I don't want to, yeah, I don't really want to see that other person, especially when they have tennis names like Monster or something like that. Doesn't feel like the best thing when you're just trying to enjoy a game, a match of tennis. Sam, what is your final seven-day rating? Final seven-day rating is five out of seven days. It's a solid five out of seven days. I do think I will play more of it, though. Um, I do like the tennis aspect of it. Uh, I think the reason why I sort of trailed off is, you know, I I had those limits of like, I got to wait eight hours and then I stopped playing because I decided not to pay. Uh, And then I forgot about it the next day. But overall, when I get back to it, enjoyed another round. 
So it was a solid five days. I'm going to give it a solid six. Just that perfect blend of fun, but then irritating and infuriating. So you play a little bit, get furious at it, go, I'm not playing this anymore. And then, you know, an hour later, you're like, oh, maybe I could just play another quick three minute match. Right. I do think um, to take a break from you playing against live people, I really wish there was sort of like a campaign mode Mm, where it would take me through all the stadiums, but just playing against AI and learning about the characters and like what their specialties were. Um, Also making it sort of like a showcase for the different characters. Like, oh, I want to unlock that person eventually. Right. Note to the developers, have a story mode or a campaign mode. It helps. So that was my choice. Tennis Clash colon Game of Champions. Excellent game. I really liked it. Um, I would definitely recommend it over not recommending it. So that means, Sam, it falls to you to pick our game for the next seven days. Next seven days, Edwin. So here we go. Because we have a monthly subscription to Apple Arcade. Oh, yeah. And I forgot to cancel it. (laughs) I feel like we do need to go back to Apple Arcade for another pick. Edwin, for the next seven days, you are to play... Sayonara Wild Hearts. Funnily enough, I have that downloaded, but I have not opened it because I'm a game professional and I play the game <laughs> that I've been assigned this week. So, Sayonara Wild Hearts, a pop album video game. Okay. Little shaky on the title, but I'm willing. I've heard good things about it. So this is a game that's sort of been showcased in the Apple Arcade. I've seen lots of screenshots for it, but I'm not absolutely clear what it's about. Yeah. But I've also heard people say lots of good things about it. You have the next seven days to play Sayonara Wild Hearts. Before we go, Sam, do you have a thing of the week? I do have a thing of the week. Great, because I ask you every week. (laughs) So, I think I found the perfect TV show for me to watch with my kids. Oh, interesting. It is called A Little Show That You Might... Yeah, try and guess. I'm going to say The Office. No. My kids don't care about that. Yeah, kids don't care about that at all. It's really boring. It would be really boring to them and wondering why this other person's trying to break up an engagement with a lovely woman. Okay. Let's do this guess who style. Uh, Is it animated? No. Oh, I would have thought like maybe an animated show would have been good. Okay. Um, Is it that? (laughs) Is it Terrace House? Closer. Oh, okay. But not. Okay. Paris House. All right, let me know. What is it? <laughs> it is a little show called The Great British ba- <laughs> Baking Show. The Great British Bake Off. Great British Bake Off in the UK, The Great British Baking Show in the US. Oh, interesting. I'm going to tell you why, because I had to look <laughs> it up. That is because Pillsbury owns the copyright to the phrase Bake Off oh my in God. the US. That's... So it would be copyright infringement. So they had to call it The Baking Show in, oh, the, in the US here. That's awful. Yeah, well, that's your fact of the day. Bing! Yeah, so I, this show is perfect for the kids. It keeps them excited. It keeps them really interested in like learning about... Other cultures. Other cultures, but like what Mommy, it takes... Mommy, why has he got a funny voice? <laughs> but like what it takes to actually make something like a cake. Oh, it shows there is them like the a process. creative, constructive element to it, yeah. It shows them people working hard to get good results, right? Quite wholesome. They're yeah. also um, how nurturing people are to each other. But not in an over, not in an over way where like they're bending over backwards for them. Mm. Like they are very supportive, but they're also very concentrated on their goals as well. There is a winner and a loser and reasons why they are winners and a loser, mm-hmm. right? A lot of times, like I think kids these days often get the consolation prize, trophy. right? Exactly. And so I love the fact that no, there are definite losers. This person was kicked off. She was crying because she couldn't make it right. Like that kind of things. I think really good lessons to teach for kids. The better you are at your craft, the more success you will have. 
And I think that's like a really important thing. Also, it's, yeah, just a very charming and enjoyable show to watch. Do you find you have to occasionally translate for the people watching with you? Actually, no. Do you watch with subtitles? uh, We do watch with subtitles, but kids can't read that quickly. But because they've also been watching so many Minecraft videos of... (laughs) And all the Minecraft videos are done by British people for some reason. I wonder why that is, yeah. (laughs) And so they're very used to the British accent. Um, Only thing that my my daughter will ask is like, what's the name of that person? Like 1,700 times. Same, to be honest. Same. When it gets down to the final five, I'm like, oh, okay, now I can remember who it is. Right. Yeah. No, I do find myself quite often having to translate phrasing to, uh, to my partner. <laughs> like, what, did, what did they just say? It's like, I have no idea what they just said. Especially if they are like maybe from the north, they'd be able to slightly thicker accent. Right. We also like to mumble as a nation <laughs> and speak fairly quickly. But, but yeah, so we, we finished up the first season. Yeah, it was it was an excellent show. So I think we're going to continue watching because there are multiple seasons of that show on Netflix. I would suggest looking at the Wikipedia article mm. because on Netflix it's divided into uh, seasons. No, what's, there's another phrase for it: uh, collections. Oh yeah, collections. Yeah, uh, and then it maps out to like what the actual seasons are. So I think you don't you can't actually get the first one or two series gotcha. on Netflix in the US right now. But they anyway, it's confusing. But if you want to go down the rabbit hole and work out exactly how the Netflix titles work to the original series release dates. You can do that. Right. So we started with one called the, the beginnings. So mm-hmm. I right. felt this yeah. might be a great place to start. <laughs> right. That's Mel and Sue. Yeah. Right. It's great. Yeah. Great show. I've been enjoying the recent season that just finished last week. Who's the, the new host with the dark hair? He's a comedian. Right. So there's Sandy Toxvig and Noel. No, Gall- no, not Gallagher. That's going to bother me now. <laughs> no, oh my God, seriously. Because he's from one of my favorite TV shows as well. The Mighty Boosh. Uh, Mighty Boosh and the IT crowd. Oh, he's in the IT crowd? Yeah. I did not know that. He was Desmond, the guy who's trapped in the room. Fielding, Noel Fielding. Oh, that's it. He is, yeah. Well, this is like one of the one of the rare times that a change of host and channel has actually, I think, worked well. Huh, and you don't actually lose anything. And it's still like as delightful as it was before. Perfect. But I'm a big fan of Sandy Toxic anyway, so she could do anything and I'll be like, yes. <laughs> but also, you wouldn't think that Noah Felding would be like a good host for this show. But, but he is. And surprisingly. Yeah. <laughs> but Mel and Sue are great as well. So. Right. I love them. Yeah. My thing of the week is I went to see Terminator Cole on Dark Face. Oh, that's right. How was it? You know what? It was pretty enjoyable. Okay. I'm not going like, to... Reports are that it's kind of tanked to the box office, but um, I think it's kind of unfair. Like, it's, you know what? It's a pretty fun movie. I'm not sure I would urge you to go out and spend your hard-earned cash go to see it at the, at the movie theater. Okay. But like when it comes out on streaming, yeah, how would you watch. How would you rank it from all the Terminator movies you've seen? Current rating, two, one. Yeah, I'd probably put Dark Fate at third. Mm, over the others. Over yeah. like Salvation, Genesis. Yeah, and then I, then I think it would be Rise of the Machines, Genesis, Salvation. Mm, okay. If we're doing rankings. Yeah, I think uh, there might be one more in there, but who knows? Not no, important. I think that's it. <laughs> what I would really like to see is kind of what happened with X-Men and then Logan, where mm. they sort of stopped, you know, they're kind of getting like, oh boy, all these huge, huge budgets, kind of kind of all the same action movies. And then for Logan, they did more like a low 
lower budget r-rated indie feel and like that did super well i think there's a potential for doing something similar like that in the terminator universe especially because when because you know spoiler alert arnold schwarzenegger turns up in this one right and like finding out some of his backstory that would have been that feels like that could be a movie by itself right it's like less you know endless car chases and jumping out of planes and blah 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 things blowing up yeah which is you know fine but you're like yeah yeah yeah, it wasn't quite as revolutionary or like quite as fresh mm. as I was kind of hoping because, you know, David Cameron produced it. Uh, Tim Miller from Deadpool. Directed James Cameron. It. What did I say? David Cameron. <laughs> God damn it. I did it again. It's hard because I think like a series like this, you know, you're watching, you're going to watch the Terminator to watch the Terminator. Yes. So what do you provide the people yeah. that expect Terminator? Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I'm not a filmmaker. <laughs> That's all I can say. Yeah. It's hard work. Uh, and that's it for our show. Edwin, you have the next seven days to play Sayonara Wild Hearts. A pop album video game. If you want to tweet us, you can. That's seven days to play. And that's it. Seven, seven days to play. play. Seven days to play.